Welcome to Tea Time with Marcella. Grab your favorite cup of tea or the beverage of your choice and join us as we continue with glorifying God when facing giants. We get so embarrassed because we're having to go through life. Right. Through through things that other people seem to never have problems with. Yes. I, you know, I was thinking the other day about uh, the situation that I'm in in my life right now and how foolish it looks. And I heard the Holy Spirit whisper, I will take the foolish and confound the wise. And I thought, okay, God. You better say that. that my experiences are, are, are not for naught. And that somebody will be able to benefit from the trials that I've made it through. <laughs> so, okay, Lord, give me the courage to keep on walking through it because yes. it's not easy. It's not easy. But doesn't he come through when we least expect it? Oh, Absolutely. my goodness. Do, In ways that we never could have imagined. Yes. And Absolutely. And so, basically, in life and in life challenges, we glorify God. While we're facing these, these challenges, these giants, we glorify God. 1 Corinthians 10 and 31, and I hope you can see it on the screen, or I may have taken it off. Um, but in 1 Corinthians 10 and 31 of the King James Version, it says... Whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. Do all to the glory of God. And so sometimes, you know, um, people don't really realize that our trial, it, it's, it's going to bring glory to God. How you face that trial, how you come through that trial brings glory to God. And so I hope that I'm doing that. I hope that I am glorifying God even in my trial. In addition to glorifying God in my trial, you know, it's... I want to continue to submit my life. Yes. I want to continue to realize that I have to pre that I have to live my life in a way that that brings glory to God. You know, mm -hmm. Romans 12 and 1 of the New Living Translation says, and and so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God. Because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice. The kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. So we are bringing glory to God even in our trials. Even in our tribulations. Even when we're facing these giants. We are a living and holy sacrifice. We are, we are a picture of how to submit to the Lord and how to um, bring our bodies into subjection, you know, bring our flesh into subjection. We are um, 
ruling in our minds and our thought process. <laughs> we are obedient to the word of God, you know, and and he finds that acceptable. We want him to find it acceptable. Why? Because this is our way to worship him. Another thing, uh, when uh, facing giants, um, we face giants in relationships and in marriage. I don't know about anybody else, but I want to glorify God in every area of my life with family members, um, with um, children, with siblings, with friendships. You know, our desire should be to glorify God in our marriages. It should be in every area of our life. Glorify Him. Submit our life to the Lord in such a way that not only we are in right relationship with the Lord, but so that others can be blessed and see Christ. You know, be engaged like um, the, the, the young man on the movie, Grant. Grant. Um, he not only was facing his giants, but he was teaching them how to face giants. Relationships. I liked how he uh, stepped in with the young man who was being disrespectful to his father. That was powerful. You know, he said to him, you respect your father. <laughs> you owe him an apology. The young man was like, oh, why do you say that? You don't even know him. Right, he doesn't even like you. He's like, that's not the point. <laughs> that is not the point. You know, God holds us responsible for what we do. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it was amazing how that that same young man, when he heard the word of the Lord, when they was preaching, uh, teaching out on the field with the group of kids, he was the one that stood up and gave his life to the Lord and began to repent, yeah. you know. Yeah. And the coach told him, I understand that you don't believe that's your choice, uh, but he'll change your life. And I thought that was, yes. I thought that, was uh, that was powerful. Yes. He that seed of, I dare you to try him and see if he, like the word says, taste and see that I'm good. Yes. I dare you to do it. <laughs> yeah. That was good. I, I, it was yeah. so powerful. And not only that, but the relationship that that the, that the coach actually had with the young man's father, when he saw, you know, it's, it's amazing. People mistreat us. People say things about us. But when you show real godly love, it changes a person's heart. And that man was affected by um, how... You know, when he went to the window and looked out after his son came and apologized and he realized it was the coach, the one he's been trying to get fired, the one he don't like, <laughs> that was... And the coworker said, if, if it, I don't know if it matters, but I did my right arm with my child. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah. 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 And it was like, you know, that's what we need to do. 
You know, and these are all lessons that you would think a, a Christian academy, they'd already mastered. Already yes. <laughs> and so for their children to be going to this school, they must have been a part of the church. Why hadn't they been, you know, but well, for whatever well, reason. I missed that. that yes. You go home, girl. Go ahead, girl. <laughs> that is so good. It just makes me think like the old song. Um, Oh, how I love Jesus. Yes. Because he first loved me when I didn't deserve it. When I wasn't worthy. Mm. My God. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. So, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. So, even in our relationships, even in um, friendships, marriage, family relationships, whatever, we want to glorify God. These relationships can be looming. They can be intimidating. They can be like a, a, a large giant. But Jesus has said, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. And then he says, love your neighbor as yourself. That's in Matthew 22 verses 37 through 39 of the new living translation i like that love god and love your neighbor you know we don't intentionally hurt ourselves <laughs> i read in my book for my small group yesterday mm -hmm. um it was something to the effect of in regards to this scripture we can't love others until we love ourselves well, we can't love ourselves until we accept the love of God. Yes. And we love Him. Yes. We begin to love ourselves, and then it trickles to others. Preach, girl. Mm. That was good. That was good to me. Very I'm good. <laughs> Amen. And then, you know, I like also in Ecclesiastes 4.12, it says, A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated. But two yeah. can stand back to back and conquer. And here you go with that. You had said it earlier. Three are even better for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. I mean, even in our friendships, if, you know, what good is the friendship if we're unequally yoked? Yeah. I need somebody that's supportive of me. I need someone that can, encu that can encourage me, that can uh, hold me accountable. You know, uh-uh, not just going along, but someone that is actually going to point me in the direction of the Lord. And Jesus, God is the, the center of our relationship. You know, when we get together, we can make things happen. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, I can fight by myself, but if I got a friend with me, we can fight a little bit better. And then we put right. Jesus in the middle of, oh my God. The, it's, the effectiveness changes. The yes. Level of effectiveness. Yeah. Yes, I agree. But where two or three gather together as my followers, Jesus said, I am there among them. The effectiveness mm -hmm. 
changes. The, 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 the ability changes. The atmosphere shifts. You know, I, I like that. Oh, hallelujah. The atmosphere shifts. I don't want to go anywhere or be a part of anything where God is not a part of it. Oh, yes. Lord have mercy. There is so I'm feeling that so much right now. Like, I just, it, it's not time for foolishness. It's not time for things that are frivolous, that are not making a kingdom or spiritual impacts. Yes. But you don't have any time to waste. No time. Stuff. No time to waste. Yeah. Time is winding up. And we need to be so in tune with the Lord. You know, there's no, I like that. There's no time to waste. So we want to glorify God when we face the giants in our relationship, marriage, uh, whatever kind of relationship, work relationships. You know, we we really want God to be a part of that relationship we want him to be the center of it you know Amen. have you ever had um friendships that you outgrew and then Absolutely. then there are also friendships where god placed you with that person and your whole job is to disciple and encourage them and help Amen. them to grow yeah yeah. The difference in that is the person that you're that you're with that you're helping and benefiting, they desire growth. Right. The relationships that you outgrew, they desire they didn't desire to 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 grow. They were they were mm -hmm. complacent. They were happy where they were. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's good. So, I don't need um, to be in relationships that your goal is not to mature in the Lord. You know, I'll, yeah. I'll still be, you'll still be an acquaintance. <laughs> but, you know, hello, how you doing? I'll pray for you. But to be a close friend, we, we're not going to be able to do that because you're not moving in the same direction that I'm moving in. We don't have the same purpose. We don't have the same purpose. <laughs> you know, I don't know if you can speak to that, but I feel led to just ask you, can you speak to that? I absolutely, I, I, I yes, because, uh, let's see, I am a fan of relationships growing organically, authentically. I'm not one to pursue or force connections. Mm -hmm. And so when I do connect with someone, it's important to me. And there have been some times in my life where things shifted and I lost those relationships and I mourned them to a certain degree. But I had to realize that um, they had to move on so that there would be room for the relationships that would come. Mm. And um, you know, I am an introverted person. Uh, I'm not naturally extroverted. I can be social, uh, but it's not my default. And when it comes to my relationships, I don't have hordes of people that I'm connected to because 
the people that I am connected to, those relationships grow roots. Mm, I can um, identify. (laughs) Yes. Whereas people who are extroverted and people who do like lots of people, they can't necessarily um, agree with that. My husband is one of those people. But as he's gotten older, he started to see there's a difference between having a lot of friends Mm -hmm. and then actually having friends that um, back that word up mm. that show evidence of what that word means mm-hmm. and so I am not interested in um, a lot of superficial relationships um, about That's good. Mm-hmm. six nine, 14 years ago I met a young lady I was older than her I was uncomfortable because I'd gone back to school and I was a non-traditional student and I was so much older than her, but we connected and she wanted to spend time with me. I didn't even realize at the time the Lord was setting it up for her to come to know him Uh and he allowed, he gave me the opportunity, even in my, with us to disciple her and encourage her and come to find out we had the same spiritual giftings or we, you know, God knew, you know, he, he was connecting her to someone that would affirm who she was. She did not feel uh, so out of place when she came into the understanding of who God was calling her to be. And when it dawned on me, what God had done, uh, I felt so unworthy and privileged at the same time. Like Mm -hmm. what an honor and a blessing to, for God to trust me with, someone that he loves Mm -hmm. to nurture her and encourage her. It's like, wow, okay. That's one of the greatest things I've ever done. And and I didn't even know I was doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. So I would much rather have those relationships. Like you said, I want to make sure that those relationships that do come to a end per se, um, that transition is peaceful. Yes. And if they know there's no animosity or issues, mm-hmm. and if they need me or if they want to talk, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the older I get, the, the, the better I become at releasing and knowing that it's I have to trust God with it. It was for a season, maybe. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I hope that you have been encouraged and enlightened when facing enormous giants, life, health, finances, relationships, whatever the giant is, you can yet glorify God. See you next week right here at 3 p.m. on Tea Time with Marcella.